this is Whitney. And this is Hysterical Hysterical Women. Women. The podcast that no one asks for about our thoughts about gender in our society. Each week we're going to dissect events macro and micro to determine if we think this week was a win or a loss for feminism. feminism. (laughs) Donkey Kong? Yeah. It's on, like Donkey Kong. I just think about like middle schoolers when... Yeah, it's on like Donkey Kong. But what is Donkey Kong? It's literally... No one's business. I, I'm asking. That's my that. question for you. What is Donkey Kong? Yeah, that's not actually my question, but please answer. Um, Donkey Kong is something that um, is on. That's all I've got for oh you. God, you don't know. You're just throwing around metaphors, similes, uh, cliches, and you have no idea what you're saying. That's literally the point of a cliche is that you don't have to know what's behind it. You just have to know what the point is that you're trying to yeah, say. Yeah, but I don't get the point and you're not. <laughs> you don't get the point when I say it's on like Donkey Kong? I guess I do. It's yeah, on. Exactly. <laughs> it's on. Uh, Donkey Kong. It's, uh, uh, anyway. <laughs> so many feelings. Do you have um, another question you want to ask this week? Yeah. Okay. I'll answer it. When, maybe. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'll ask you. Okay. Um, when was, what was your most recent public crying for? Public crying? Yeah. Uh, but what is public? All the world's a stage, so like every, it could have exactly. been in your home. Literally anything. Okay, so this is, do you want to answer first or do you want me to answer? I want you to answer okay. first. Well, here's the thing about me is a fun fact is that I cry almost every day. It's amazing. <laughs> um, is that why you drink so much water? To hydrate. Maybe, but I also pee a lot. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> I can't attest to that, folks. <laughs> but I don't think I have cried in a few days, which is like kind of alarming to me. Um, oh, I did cry on. I cried last week when we were in LA when I was just. I was with you the whole time. I don't. Remember. But this was the one part you want well, weren't which is why I was crying oh good probably yeah. <laughs> it was when you were editing the pod and I was talking to John and I was just like I'm tired and then you cried I almost yeah. cried in that moment too because were we both crying at the same because the podcast time? was like I was, I was having a hard time doing it oh my gosh what a beautiful moment I can't believe share. that you cried on and then you were like that was an amazing walk I saw dogs you t- but it was you edited around you edited out your cry well, I also didn't feel like that was a bad thing, so I didn't feel like I needed oh. to say, like, and I cried. It was just like, yeah, that was just, like, part of my walk. I just, like, cried, and I felt way better after. Heck, yeah, it was cathartic. Because remember that morning I was, like, so stressed, and I was like, yeah. I just am stressed, and I, like, can't focus on anything. And then I Which cried. Which is awesome when she's the one driving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just kidding, it is We got amazing. exactly where we needed we, to be. Oh, we did. And then I cried, and I was like, I'm, I feel incredible now. Oh, Incredible. Yeah. yeah. So that was good. Yeah. Huge win for me. For you. <laughs> for you. But now it's alarming because it's like, uh oh. It's been since then. Yeah. I think I teared up yesterday though watching The Bachelor. Yeah. Like a little. I got a little misty. I'm and sorry. Also Actually, doing the, the podcast else. is canceled now. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll be back to The Bachelor. Uh, when's the last time you cried publicly? Um, this morning on the elliptical. Okay. Um, and just that's become a theme on this podcast yeah too. it's a theme it's actually a theme in my life <laughs> I've never felt uh, more myself on the yeah. elliptical really uh, um, specifically when you're crying like is that when you feel like you're most yourself? sometimes I'm crying sometimes I'm <laughs> laughing to myself which is psychotic <laughs> sometimes I'm, I feel so empowered and then I get off the elliptical and I was like okay I guess <laughs> 
we're here on the ground now. Um, but today I was crying because I watched the end of Troop Zero, which was on mm, is on Amazon Prime. Never um, heard of it, not once. It's <laughs> so good. It was the closing night at Sundance last year. Okay, I think. kill me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry that she's not keeping up on the times. Um, but I am keeping up with the Kardashians. Oh my goodness. Um, and it was so good. And I don't want. Well, here's a spoiler. Okay, they all piss themselves at the end. That seems like it was, a true to life moment. It was <laughs> awesome. And I was like standing ovation, but I was on an elliptical. So it was kind of like. Just like a slow clap to yourself. A slow clap to myself. <laughs> and then all the people who are braving Planet Fitness. I was going to ask, what's happening at your gym with coronavirus? There's f- fewer people. I'm wiping things down a lot more. But I'm still there. That Yeah. No, my gym's been empty too. Um, and I kind of feel bad for making so many jokes about it. Like whenever that was like a month ago yeah but i also feel like america's like really freaking out about something we're freaking out like so much i think people just like needed a break and like miss having a blizzard because normally this time of year we're freaking out about a blizzard and we're just like oh my gosh like get all your stuff go take a couple days off and everyone now is like wait it's warm what are we supposed to freak out about but like if you look at the statistics it's really not as alarming as people are making it out to be. I know, but people are freaking out. Yeah, and they are. we hope and everyone stays safe and yeah. good and not coffee. Not Coughing. coffee? Oh. <laughs> I and was like, don't yeah, drink don't. coffee. Here's a PSA against <laughs> coffee that I drank two hours ago. <laughs> because we never know how coronavirus will get you. It's all coffee. <laughs> um, what is your question? Okay, my question is, what is the most actory thing you've ever done? So, like, is there something you've done that you're no normal person would do? And I mean, I do a lot of things no normal person would do, but I don't always... <laughs> but in the name of being an actor. In the name of being an actor. Or maybe, like, well, I can get to mine, but, like, it doesn't have to be something that you did because you're an actor, but only an actor would do it. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I cut my bangs because of Zoe Deschanel, which is, like... <laughs> Incredible. In, in 500 Days of Summer. Have you had bangs since then? What? Like, since you cut them for Zoe Deschanel? Have I had bangs? I currently have bangs. But like, did you cut them then, and then you've had them ever yeah. since? And wow. then I had them as a little girl. I had them as oh, a little so girl. You came back. It was like Matilda. Uh huh. Break. <laughs> Zoe Deschanel, the modern day Matilda. Matilda. Do you think you'll always have them? I don't know. Because it's a very, it's a very like Nora K look. Yeah, but you could also say it's very any woman in Brooklyn. <laughs> add some glasses. She's any woman That's in a commercial, except they don't want to cast me. <laughs> I don't know. I did have bangs when I was in Brooklyn. Yeah, so, you actually yeah. have to. You have to. Have them. Um, okay, but I have a couple other reasons. Wait, but uh, are you going to have them forever? I don't you know. Don't know. Okay. They're really bad for um, filming anything. Because the continuity is a goddamn nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) But we're going to have so much fun um, with it. (laughs) We're going to be great, great, great. We're going to just have to edit them out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, But when I was little, I used to like put on dance performances for my grandparents. Uh My grandpa would play the saxophone and I would would quote unquote dance. Um, kind of free form it around <laughs> and then I would um, grab a cap and then bring it around for my yeah. family to pay Get me money. for 
yeah. for this non-union <laughs> personal show they got. Uh, that reminds me, when I was a little kid, me and my neighbors put on the Nutcracker in my like living room, and my sister made me be the rat, and all of the boys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she was like, she was like, here's what I see for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you were like, I want to be an actor. Yeah. Also put on some plays at my grandma's park and charged my grandma to come see them. Yeah, we have to charge grandmas. Yeah, just like a couple nickels, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, because yeah. anything shiny, it just <laughs> jingle jingles value. in your hat. I love that. That's what we should remember about capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, what you say now. Um, what the question you answer. <laughs> you say now. <laughs> Okay, so my answer is that I have a hypnotherapist. <laughs> and I don't think none of You have so many do. random doctors in your life. Yeah, that's a theme also of this podcast. Comment below if you're concerned about my mental health. Or if you think that I should have more doctors. Also, it's like also true. Unlikely that I will because I, I got one gynecological uh <laughs> appointment coming up and I'm like that is good that's good Nora just been like slapping my back I also think I okay I'm I'm a consumer I'm a consumer 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 I'm a capitalist I guess you could say niggles 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 all the niggles but I think that part of the reason I have so many like one of my favorite things to do is to recommend services and people that I like to other people which maybe is why I like working on commercials but like I love when someone's like do you does anyone have a doctor rack and I'm like yes here call this person or like that is how we're different because I'm always just like it's none of my business it's none of their (laughs) business stay in your Gosh darn lane. I don't put that on people, but I do love when people ask. I'm like, yes, here's a name, here's a number, call, 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 let me connect to you. Maybe that's why everyone's reaching out and being like, can you, can I pick your brain? And literally no one has been like, (laughs) Nora, they're like, we don't want that brain. No, they're just like, she's she's not a consumer. She doesn't know because she wants to keep it to herself. Yeah, it's all actually it's for me not that you don't know that you wouldn't tell it's them by me for me yeah exactly <laughs> um, okay so yeah but when I went home recently it's I was with no my therapist. one of my favorite friends Juliana oh. and she was I don't remember why it came up but Do you like, like her more than me no at, okay uh, <laughs> <laughs> I actually think y'all will be such good friends one day when you meet at my uh, wedding anniversary or something I don't, I'm like I don't know when you'll meet but one day yeah. um, and I was like explaining all these things and like about how I have a kind of or <laughs> I do have a gynecologist. How I have a hypnotherapist. Bragging, bragging, bragging. <laughs> Just trying to seem interesting. I have a gynecologist. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, I have a hypnotherapist. And then I was like, I think I'm kind of just like a witch. And then I'm also like, I think I'm actually just an actor. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's, yeah. that's a very. She's like, why do you need that? You're like, probably I'm witchy. And then you're like, actually, actually I'm just an actor. Yeah. Or like, I th- feel like a lot of people, actors are into like your star signs. Ugh, which I'm not not into, but that's I just I'm don't know anything about it. Not friends with that many actors because <laughs> you hate star signs yeah i'm like uh five points done wait there are points what of a star <laughs> <laughs> unless it's a star of david baby and then it's six <laughs> there happy it is. Purim. happy purim that was a good joke thank you wait, well i actually really just spell it out i did draw it out for you and then also i yeah. i really liked it though thank you you're welcome should we go on to the week <laughs> 
Yeah, we should. I'm just going to give you a, uh, what's it called, disclaimer that I only have some micros this week. And I have three macros. Okay, so then do you want, I'll should do, we just alternate or do you want to do all yeah, yours let's go. Macro, micro, macro, oh micro. Oh my gosh. Keep them listening Keep for them once. Keep them listening for once. It's like Whiplash. <laughs> that was a crazy movie about that drummer. It's Whiplash. It's Whiplash. I haven't with seen JK it. With J.K. Simmons. Is anyone surprised I, I haven't seen it? No. <laughs> Is anyone surprised you love J.K. Simmons? Nope. <laughs> Not one. I love J.K. Simmons. <laughs> we should have him on the pod. Okay. Him and Mark Marin, and everyone will be like, so what's your podcast about? And it's like, <laughs> me actually meeting my idols. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally the only reason that we produce work is just so we can like meet our idols. Um, okay. So do you want to start with the macro? Okay. Yes. One okay. macro. Okay. Yeah. Let's think, hear it. I think this is a loss. Uh-oh. Elizabeth Warren oh, yeah. is out. Um, I really miss her. Yeah. I really loved her. Yeah. But she wrote this really incredible uh, article to like her supporters. Mm. And it, I mean, it outlined her thanks. But there's, there's been a big uh, conversation about how she's changed how presidential campaigns are run mm. and how it was very ga- grassroots. And mm-hmm. she really didn't take from billionaires and just like her ideologies. Now that now they are apparent to people and now we have the vocabulary and the like understanding that that could be attainable. Yeah. And that like, so she's kind of raised the bar. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was, that was beautiful. Um, and so even though uh, America hates <laughs> women, um, I still felt, I don't know, I, I felt like she was like, no regrets. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows how she actually feels, but um, I don't know, I was I was proud of her and for her like being a Massachusetts yeah. lady. And then she uh, made the most iconic video with Kate McKinnon. Oh, it's so Flip good. the switch, they're both in those blue blazers it's dancing. So if you good. haven't seen it, like, We'll link it. But it's also like, it's also like all over the internet. <laughs> Everyone has shared it. But I don't know. It was like, it felt like a very much like hats off. Yeah. Like, I love that. Know your worth. It's interesting because like, even though she didn't end up becoming the Democratic candidate, I do feel like I, maybe I'm just overly optimistic, but I, I still do feel like we're closer to having a woman president. Yeah, I do Than too. even we did with, with Hillary. Like, I, I don't well, know. Well, now it just feels like. You know what? It's it's yeah. We're normalizing it. It's not like that's so random. And then I feel like for Hillary, they were like, yeah, well, she's not gonna. And then yeah, what am I saying? Um, this is why I'm not a political uh, (laughs) personality. (laughs) I'm a political personality. Um, but I don't know. I your thoughts are valid. Thank you. I was just I don't know. I miss her, but I I'm proud. Yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. All right. Um, so my first micro, why do I always get confused now with which one is which? This is so hard. Because they both start with M's. Fiction, nonfiction. Fiction, fake. <laughs> anyway. Fiction, nonfiction do not either start with M. No, but remember that? that yeah, was I, a do. I do. Okay. Yeah, I um, anyway, we're yes ending here. Yes, we are. <laughs> um, okay. So my first micro is that this term that I thought I cleverly made up sure didn't turn out it's a real word um, that I will look up but basically the the way that we're using it so the word that I thought that I made up is femophobia and it's not a word that I made up but the way that I was using it was because I was realizing how many people specifically in our industry but maybe that's just because that's where we are where we are um, I assume that I won't like 
Mm-hmm. And like I'll either if it's like someone I see on Twitter or in on Instagram or even like at an audition or whatever, I like immediately assume that they're like our personalities won't get along or that mm. they're like annoying or something. And I obviously do that with men also. Like if I saw some like guy that I decided interpreted him as like a frat bro or something, I also would be like, I don't like him. But I keep walking, keep walking, frat sir. But I feel like I do you made it. up frat sir, and that's cool. <laughs> that's actually good, and that's the win here. Yeah. Um. But I feel like. I do it a lot with women or like hearing and I've noticed that it's mostly with like very opinionated women Mm. and I think it might be because I'm like I'm opinionated so we'll clash or something or like like, there's not enough space for both of us us. yeah but it's like you're opinionated there's space for both of us we get along you know what I mean yeah 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 like it, it is just in my head but and like it feels like this like very instinctual thing for me to be like I won't like them. I feel like it's also like you're experiencing them in these specific vacuums, like Twitter and Instagram, where presenting it's like a persona. very ran- like sure. random versions of it. Not random, but like hyper curated versions of ourselves. Yeah. And then in auditions, I know that I like am not always my most self. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it is interesting that 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 it's instinctual and that it's like for some women and like not for some right. women. Uh, yeah, I don't really know how to get out of that, but. I, I think, think awareness is like a good first it, step. The first thing is saying you have femophobia <laughs> and then you can work on it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I was going to look up what like the real definition was. It's actually not that far off, um, but it, it refers to the systemic, systematic. Do you have to, is it matter if you say systemic, si- systematic and systemic? Are those the Systematics, same word? I because I feel like I use them interchangeably, but they don't seem like they would be spelled the same way. Yeah, systematic, systematic, systemic. Systemic is a different. No, I think it would be. I mean, they're both uh, a systemic pro- problem is an adjective. But are they? But they're not the same word. They're just saying the same thing. I think they are the same. I mean, I can't spell. spell s- I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We'll look that up later. But I think you sound smarter when you say systemic. I know, but I don't think that's what. Uh, if it's whatever, but like, uh, like, uh, like systemic phobias, systematic phobias. I don't know. Well, this I'm just gonna read what this what the I Google like how we, says. We both have a computer and a phone in front of us. We can <laughs> like, like we don't know. We shan't. We shan't. Um, but this is femophobia refers to the systematic devaluation of femininity as well as the regulation of patriarchal fe- femininity. Femophobia operates by policing feminine transgressions as they relate to race, class, sexuality, ability, and so on. Um, and some of the articles that also came up was about how it's it is kind of. Um, I believe the term was turfy, where like femophobia is like, this is the only way to be a woman. And if you're not Mm -hmm. this, then we don't like you. So a similar usage to, I mean, both of them are just like hating women (laughs) to the way that I'm using it. But yours seems more specific, like someone who's a feminist who like, it's like women against women violence. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So we're going to try to do that less so i'm gonna try and do that less and i'm gonna try and evaluate when i see people and automatically have that and like question but i do think it comes back to like patriarchal like just patriarchy of like why do i think that there can't be two powerful women here totally i think what i do which is also probably systemic um (laughs) is that i'm like oh i have to be subservient to them like they seem cooler oh interesting like they're louder they're bigger they're better what I'm doing is intrinsically wrong because it was my idea. 
Hmm. So we're we're reacting in different ways to the same thing. Yeah. And so, maybe that's why we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Hmm. But yeah. I think it's like two things that we could work on. Yeah, it's things we'll work on and just I hope you still like me when I'm better. I hope you still like <laughs> me when I'm better. <laughs> okay. Okay, uh, a fan. <laughs> It's always just my friend um, sent me this article and she was like, this feels like you could talk about this on the podcast. And I was like, OMG. Um, So she's in the publishing world because she's cool as heck. And the publishing world, honestly, is so hot. It's so hot. It's like books. (laughs) (laughs) Need I say more? (laughs) It's like people who read it's crazy. It's so hot. It's so sexy. It's like if to, someone can read and doesn't just get and has the time for it. Oh, to have the time to be able to to put words together and be actually mostly to like read and then to hear to actually understand what is being said because you read that femophobia um, description and I gotta say I picked out like four words from it, um, Me which too. maybe. <laughs> It's hard to focus. Uh, it's hard to focus. So we love publishing. So we love publishing. Mostly because Devil Wars Prada. Yeah, that's in she, fashion. But it's she but wrote But she's something. a journalist. <laughs> See, I think of it more of younger. That's why I think it's hot. That, and I think I've also read some books that are like set in publishing. I feel like there's a lot of writers <laughs> in the world. Yeah. Okay, back okay, to what anyway, I'm trying to, to say. So um, Hatchet. Hatchet. Um, is a publishing company, oh, okay. and they were going to publish Woody Allen's book. Ooh. Yikes, I know. Um, and it was called A Propos of Nothing. Apropos. <laughs> <laughs> we're really d- killing it with words today. <laughs> Apropos of nothing. Um, and they had this deal with him, and, and I... She told me that in publishing, you, like, also make deals with, like, different countries, the distribution, and yeah. publishing that kind of, like, film, um, but it was good to know. Good to know for my memoir. For my our memoir. memoir. <laughs> our joint memoir. Our, wor- our one-word story, back and forth. <laughs> exactly. A nightmare. Um, but then, last week, a bunch of their employees walked out mm-hmm. as kind of a, a strike against publishing it, mm. this mm-hmm. this memoir. Um, and at first, Hatchet was like, okay, I guess that's your feelings. But then they came back and they dropped Woody Allen's wow. book. Um, and I think that, like, there are still some countries that are like, well, we don't care, like France. <laughs> and they're like, we still want it, which I'm not trying to attack the French people in any way. Love baguettes. But um, <laughs> th- that's what I know. But I don't know. It was, it, it felt like a cool example of people putting their, like, money and their jobs where they're not, like, mm-hmm. they're, they're, internal moral compasses and being like we don't believe in this yeah and then an institution being like okay i mean this is like the heart of, these are our people yeah. and we're gonna support that and we uh, should listen to that we should maybe listen to that maybe <laughs> and I, I, of course they had to like put out a what is it when they say the thing like uh the comment um <laughs> <laughs> like the, what is that called like uh, the, Press release? Press release. We got there. And they were just like, we don't take this lightly. Like, we foster relationships with authors. But they were like, but we're not going to do this. And 
Um, as publishers, we make sure every day in our work that different voices and conflicting points of views can be heard, but that this is like where they draw the line. That's awesome. So that's cool. Is it? Okay, so also, though, to add, wasn't part of that, too, that his... That Ronan Farrow... Yeah. Yeah. So his son also had a book deal with them, and I think Ronan Farrow was also like, I'm going to pull my book. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. I did see So who one... knows actually what was more of the deciding factor, hard but, to say. I mean, both important. Yeah. Did the people get their jobs back? They just walked out. I thought they had all quit, Uh-huh. and that's what I said... See, everyone just wants a day off. <laughs> everyone is just like, actually, self-quarantine. Um, but, uh, yes, they did. Okay. And, and there was an interesting, like, uh, poll quote that's like an anonymous HBG, which is the company Hatchet Book Group, um, was like, I don't think they expected us to be as angry as we were. Wow. Hmm. Interesting. Can't, Hard to this say. is like a, a like a true example of the Campbell, Cam- Campbell culture. Um, <laughs> cancel culture. I don't know, having ripples in actionable money-making ventures, which yeah. is interesting. I do feel like he's had, um, I mean, because his last movie was pulled. Because yes. I, I feel like I knew a couple actors who were in it. Oh, really? And they, yeah, like, never, like, because I think the last one of his that came out was Wonder Wheel, and he had something after, and oh, really? And, they didn't, and he had a deal with Amazon, Huh? if I'm remembering this correctly. Yeah, a lot of his movies are on Amazon. And Yeah, and they ended up pulling it, so. Interesting. Yeah. Uh oh, rut row. Rut row. We are shaking the ship boat. Oh, was that a metaphor? Uh, but you understand <laughs> what I'm saying when I say we. What's show, a boat? What's, what's a boat? A bo- Hi, what's a bo- what's a donkey? <laughs> They're different. A boat and donkey are different. Do you have another micro? Okay. So I have a micro, and I'm gonna have to be kind of vague about it. So um, hope this keeps you on the edge of your seats. But it is a cool, uh, interesting story. So maybe you'll like it. Um, okay. But if you hate it, comment below. <laughs> comment below. Just like let us know. Okay. There's a trigger warning for this story. So if you want to skip ahead, um, now's the time. Now's the time. Trigger warning for assault. For assault. So. I've been, I I have to be so vague about this for legal implications. (laughs) I have been um, involved in a certain way with a certain company. (laughs) How do I say this? Something was brought to someone that you're working for in a non-disclosable way. Mm -hmm. And they, and a person that's being represented did it. Is a rapist. Is a rapist. Yeah. That's basically what happened. So um, this, but the this story is a big loss for feminism, but also. But when you sing it, it's kind of a win. <laughs> <laughs> but also kind of, uh, okay, so basically this person, this person in the world essentially raped someone. Mm-hmm. And, um not penetratively, but assaulted someone. And from their side of the story, as I was hearing, usually when someone tells their side of the story, you're like kind of on board with them by the end. Yeah, because they're like the narrator. Because they're the narrator. Even when this person was telling their side of the narrative, I was like, you raped them. Like, that is is rape. That is wrong. (laughs) Okay, so like even when they are spinning it, it's still is wrong um and the consent was withdrawn multiple times and the person did not and was like but then but then she said it was fine and um 
but that's like she didn't say it was fine she just like couldn't physically get but she was like trying to leave okay <gasps> yeah bad 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 so at some point though this this woman um this woman decided to run away and thought the fastest way that I can get away is to drop all of my shit and mm-hmm. run mm-hmm. and um the person's story the man's story is that he didn't want her things to be stolen so he took them okay and she ran and called the police mm-hmm. and he his, he said his side of the story is that his understanding was that they were going to get together again tomorrow they had a date planned which I think was why he didn't think that consent could be withdrawn because he's like no we're like clearly still she she consented to have a date with me so that tomorrow, means that and consented oh to, to the sexual activities before so he just felt like that was like fair game and he's so his side of the story is that he thought that she was he could give her those things back tomorrow well, she went and called the police. The police found him with all her shit. And the amount of valuables that he had taken was equal to five felonies. Oh, my and goodness. So this is a huge, it's Aww. obviously such a like terrible thing that this happened to her. But basically, because there is no evidence, it would probably be a he said she said situation of the the rape um and there's like i said there's no evidence the way that our court system is set up like there it it really would be very hard to prove that that happened but the police finding that evidence is like going to put this person in jail which is like kind of amazing it's amazing so um that was a uh, micro event that he happened. literally <laughs> built his own coffin yeah and i just was like you dumb asshole you dumb dumb dummy <laughs> yeah so it was kind of like gratifying like as i was like hearing this story unfold and i just the whole time was just like internally screaming because i'm like that that is rape that is assault if if she withdrew consent they're like and was trying to leave, he shouldn't have kept going, whatever. And I just kind of like knew where the story was going to end, but yeah. I didn't expect that <laughs> that turn. And it was very gratifying to be like, wow, he like really got what he deserved. You're like, bye, dude. Yeah. Peace the hell out. Yeah, exactly. Dang, that's so intense. Yeah. Fun stuff, huh? Fun stuff. Yeah. Okay. Another macro. Can you believe it? This world is just going, going, going. Swimming. Swimming with gender-related things. Um, So the UN Development Program released its first gender social norm index, um, which was 75 countries looking at kind of perceptions about gender. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, those 75 countries made up 80% of the global population. Um, And they found that 9 out of 10 people are biased against women. What? Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like I could, we could have said that, yeah. but it just, you know, to get statistics is nine like nine out of really ten humans, not even like nine out of ten men. Yeah, no people, <sighs> women, <laughs> failing what, women. <laughs> do you know what the like metrics were? Like what? I, I, I it didn't show the yeah. like the actual index itself, but like it found that almost half of people feel men are superior political leaders. And more than 40% believe men make better business executives. And almost a third of men and women um, think that it's acceptable for a man to beat his wife. (sighs) And then they were like, there are uh, a couple countries where more than 50% of people like... 
that there was a majority of like no bias towards women. Mm-hmm. Um, guess what didn't make that lens? <laughs> guess the United States. <laughs> guess the United States. Yeah, it was um, Andoria, Australia, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Norway, and Sweden. But they were like, there are other patterns of like. There's other bad. There's stuff. other bad mm-hmm. stuff over there, and like. Uh, it wasn't just like so much progress. There were like definitely signs mm-hmm. that like it was. And so I, there is like more info and I can post the article that a great fan sent us um, looking out. But the one of the main takeaways that I had was that they had this kind of concept that in 2030 we were going to be at a certain amount of progress mm-hmm. for uh, gender equality and also just like social norms conceptions mm-hmm. and they were like we are not on track mm-hmm. based on this um, that like they said that we found out that if the current pace continues 67 countries home of 2.1 billion girls and women will not achieve any of the key gender equality targets we studied by 2030 Bummer. Yeah. Uh, definitely a loss. Big bummer. But uh, one of the researchers was like, I do hope that even though we're seeing this pushback, that now that it's apparent there can be like put that we can with this index push back this pushback. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like we see a lot of like put we've been seeing a lot of pushback like politically in America. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is obviously like more a much more global um look but I I mean it bummed me out yeah I'm like happy that people are doing a study like this because I think sometimes it's even just like um expressing like the questions Mm -hmm. and like mindsets which then can inform people that like those are questions that we need to be asking yeah Mm -hmm. um so we will see but I was like woof 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 woofy woofy yeah. Yeah. Well, and it makes, I mean, unfortunately, I feel like, you know, with gender, it becomes this like self fulfilling prophecy in like you don't see like women in leadership. So then you don't think that they can be leaders. And so then it just like burrows further and further into this like patriarchal mindset. Totally. Cause it's like, well, we've never had a female president. Right. So yeah. They can't do it. <laughs> it's cause they're periods. Um, but yeah, I was just like, oh, that. Sucks. Yeah. But maybe we can push back to that pushback. Yeah. Because I think 2.1 billion girls and women should feel um, equal. I think so. I bravely say that. You bravely said that. On our feminist podcast. (laughs) Um, Any more micros? I mean, we've said Mm, a lot. I mean, not micro, but Harvey Weinstein did get his... Harvey Weinstein, 23 years for his New New York York sentencing. Um, Yeah, (laughs) he's going to go bye-bye. Bye-bye. And I do think, though, that, like, you know, with what we were saying a second ago with, like, when you don't see representation in, you know, whatever, I feel like that does also need to happen in media and so for these big like we've just mentioned Harvey Weinstein and Woody Allen getting some like lashback for their actions hopefully we'll at least send like some sort of ripple effect a clear message down the line in the future future. yeah 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 the future is no bullshit from powerful (laughs) men (laughs) um and then okay one micro that I do have wow she is just she's she's not really saying a lot about anything but she's saying a (laughs) a lot about a lot of things um 
We had some more meetings after we had our podcast yes. last week. And um, as a sidebar, everyone when we met was a delight. A delight. <laughs> um, but I. I was proud of us because I yeah. felt like we, um, I think like a year ago, we would have been really apologetic or mm. like having caveats for a lot of our work yeah, um, or a lot of our ideas. And I felt like we like kind of came in, we're like unapologetically ourselves. AKA crazy. In, in some crazier than others. I um, <laughs> wish they had had a wire on us to be like these <laughs> ladies. But um, I don't know. That felt really powerful. Yeah. And I think that. I think that everyone needs to be aware of like where they're taking up room and what they're saying. But I, be, we believed in what we were saying, totally. and so to be able to come in confident to meetings, I think that's what people are looking for. Yeah, and I think also aside from that one loser man that we talked about last week, it was like so um, great that there were because we were meeting with people at different levels either like developing or um producers or executives on the networks you know whatever and all of them were like we want more women creating things yeah and so that i think is really exciting and they're like we just need those voices we need that content which and so then i feel like you know for us to be able to go in and be unapologetic about it it was like a really nice combination it was like very validating yeah yeah but one thing about apologies that i read this is a little bit of a sidebar yeah. is um i i read something uh and i'm i i forget instagram it just it goes it goes it, it comes, goes it goes it comes, but it there goes. was this really great um uh, and if I can find it, it will be in the comments below. But it was about how if you misgender someone, mm -hmm. you um, and they correct you not to apologize. Not don't be like I'm sorry. Be like thank you because if you apologize, then they have to be like no, it's okay. Mm. And 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 instead, thank you is like thank you for correcting me. Thank you for correcting you. Yeah. I hear you. I'm gonna change instead of being like oh, I'm sorry, and then them have to be like, oh, it's it's okay, like them having to uh, undervalue yeah. their point of view. And I was just like, I think that that is specifically for cases like that, really important, and then also something that you can take in a lot Absolutely. of your life. Oh, yeah, for because, sure. Because like when you do wrong, I think that we have a very hard time of figuring out how to like get back on track and like uh -huh. apologizing is really the way, but if to be a little bit more like, like I own what I did, it was a mistake. yeah. Yeah. Thank you. No, I think that I've no, I haven't thought about that specifically with misgendering, but that I think is a really great example. But I do think that's something that I've like tried to be conscious of instead of apologizing like like if I'm late and it depends. I mean, if I feel like I've if I if if I'm in the wrong, like I usually will say I'm sorry, but just to make sure that it's not when I'm not in the wrong for yeah. sure. But, and then, you know, instead of saying, I'm sorry, I'm late saying, thank you for waiting for me. You know, just like trying to flip it in that way feels, it's kind of like weird to get used to though. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> I was, I'm Mrs. I'm sorry girl for a very <laughs> long time. Um, and, but I think, uh, kind of retraining your brain is important. Yeah. I love that. When he was at a win or a loss, <sighs> it feels loosey because of like, a lot of the things, but like there were some wins, like <laughs> like that rapist is wait, going to jail and Harvey is going to jail. That's true. And oh, wait a second, hold on. Are you an optimist? Wait, 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 wait. No, no, not no. on the record. Not on the record. No, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, it kind of feels like a wash to me. It's, it it's feels a little washy. Equal. I'd say it's a wash, but I think that a lot of pe like there are 
pieces to move to on celebrate. to celebrate. And I think also a lot of the losses, like for example, with that study is like a loss that that's happening, but like a win that we're talking about it and looking for solutions. Us. Specifically, Specifically us, us talking about us. it. <laughs> I am sorry, program uh, of the UN development. Excuse me, United Nations. Uh, <laughs> hit me up, text hey. me, comment below. Please text me. Um, but yeah, so do you do you want to say it's a win? No, I want to say it's a wash because I think okay. we can do better. I think we can do better too. Uh, do you have an artist of the week? I sure do. Speaking of uh, feminism wins, it is Hannah Ann from The Bachelor. Oh, we're back. We, and guys, that is and called a wraparound <laughs> and we're back. And that is a lap. Uh, back to The Bachelor. Um, she had an incredible clap back last night after being a pretty boring contestant for the whole season. <laughs> Wait, but, there's Hannah Ann and then there's Hannah Brown was last season's oh. Bachelorette. That and is the same name to me. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, and both had similar journeys where it was like, you're kind of boring. Although, I mean, maybe you're not. Maybe it just was a bad edit and she just appeared very pleasant. And so it came across as boring. Um, but then, A 22-week bad edit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but she came back last night and just like really held her ground and like stepped in her power and was just like, you really led me on in a way that was not fair and like if like she had this thing that's like either you don't understand the weight of your words or you didn't mean what you were saying and that's I deserve better than that get him yeah it was and she looked incredible I mean she like is she, she was she's like just gorgeous standing in her power yeah and her blowout. yeah and <laughs> yeah exactly but it was like very powerful to just watch her kind of like viscerate because <laughs> he kind of deserved it yeah, yeah. so he has no wife? No. Mm -mm. No enfiance? No enfiance. But they did bring back someone who, that's a whole other issue with, anyway, I don't really even want to talk about that. <laughs> but there, it, it's like oh, him and one of the other contestants are going to like try dating in real life, but they also just seem like very incompatible. And You know what, Hannah Ann, this is about yeah. you. But So this is for Hannah Ann. This is for Hannah Ann. And he's different than <laughs> Hannah Brown, apparently. Um, <laughs> um, are you gonna ask me what my artist of the week is? Mm, yeah, what's your artist? You're of the like, week? cut it. We can cut. Um, no one else is in this room. Um, uh, okay, y'all, Southern-ish. Have you been hanging out with me? That and Too also, much. I've been listening to Dixie Tricks Gaslighter. Ooh. Probably like 124 times in the past three days. Okay. First, the most important question is, who showed you that song, Nora? Uh, yeah, it was uh, Wendy. <laughs> the crowd goes wild. It is so good. It's so good. I like, it brings me joy in my heart. And I'm like, I want to go to a hoedown. And Whoa. I want to yeah. um, eviscerate the patriarchy. I don't think that so, music is country at all, but it's, it's, I'm there's so a little twang it. to me. It's as country as I really can get. Yeah. No, I, I love, I actually don't know any of the Dixie Tricks names, but it's like really fun to hear because I was a big fan of Fly, which mm -hmm. was like their album when I was like in elementary school probably. And so then it's like, oh, those are, those are my girls. And, and like they and sound this, like their yeah. voices sound the same, like just as powerful, but like she has a very specific voice, their lead singer. So. Yeah, and they're just like back and then the music video which I was like hey dad have you like heard Gaslighter and he was like yeah have you seen the music video and I hadn't <gasps> wow me and Chip are you like really Chip showing you the ropes out. <laughs> um, and it's so good and I just also wanted to um, shout out uh, 
Cian Farmer who art directed and directed um, the video, and it is just like, oh, I love like some some cool clip art mm. and video use, and it just like found media, and yeah. then also them very stylized. It's awesome, and then she's also um, the showrunner of Share. Here we go again, and uh, one of the Beyonce tours. So I was oh, like. Okay. I was like, okay, lady, you're cool. Okay, lady, get information. Come on our podcast. Okay, so Shein. So Shein Farmer. Come, comment below. Come on below. What, literally just tell us when you want to come and we'll like make it happen. Also, we can make all the Dixie chicks happen. We have enough chairs. I'll stand. <laughs> I'll stand. Um, yeah. Ugh. I have to. I actually have to go listen to that song Yeah, we have more. to run. Sorry, gotta go. I think we go. gotta go, guys. Sorry. Thank you so much. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you listened. If you like the pod, hit subscribe and leave us a review. Also, if you have a Mac or event that you'd like us to cover, slide into our DMs on Instagram at Hysterical Women.